The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Episode 79. Over half of the American population lives within 50 miles of the coast. Under the boardwalk, boardwalk. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that'll teach you how to travel more, travel, 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 travel more, and spend less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is Montrose, Pennsylvania's finest, my wife, Heather. Well, technically, I was born in New Hampshire. Point is, you're an East Coast gal. That is correct. And we're going to actually get right into this show. So we expect this to raise some eyebrows, maybe to raise the ire of some people, to get people kind of pumped up about their hometowns and their home coasts. And what we're going to do today is our very first battle, quote unquote battle. Yeah, battle of the coasts. Are you east or are you west? Yeah, so we are going to get right into this, and Heather and I are going to debate the merits of the East Coast versus the West Coast, and we also want to hear your opinions. You can let us know, you know, kind of stump for your coast, what's better, the East or the West. We're going to tell you what we think and our opinions behind it, but you can let us know at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash East West. So extrapackofpeanuts.com slash East West. Leave us a comment, but don't just tell us, hey, I like the East Coast better. Give us reasons why, or give us reasons why you like the West Coast better, because we're not experts here. We're just going to pick a side and go with it. And this is totally non-scripted. We've got nothing in front of us, no computer, no notes, nothing like that. Just flying by the seat of our pants tonight, folks. Flying by the seat of our pants. So Heth, I'm going to give you the courtesy, since you are the girl here, and you are actually going to get to pick which one you are going to argue for. Which is a better coast, the East Coast or the West Coast? So make a pick and I'll go with the other one. Okay. Well, I think I will have to go with the East Coast. In Well, I was born in New Hampshire and I was raised there for a couple of years. And then my family moved to Pennsylvania for my father's job. But the whole rest of my family still lives in New Hampshire to this day. And my parents actually have moved back there since then. We've just grown up going to all of the New England states. So I just, I don't think I can choose the West Coast. I don't think I can, you know... You can't go away from your roots. That's fine. Okay. I was born right outside of Philadelphia, where we live now, right in the suburbs of Philadelphia. So also an East Coast boy, but I will be repping the West Coast today. You're a recent convert though. Even though you didn't grow up on the West Coast, you have definitely fallen in love there. Yeah. The whole point of this actual podcast is trying to convince Heather to move us out to the West Coast. So there's some subversive tactics here. (laughs) So I really need you guys to help me out in the comments. Especially if you're stumping for the West Coast, if you're agreeing that the (laughs) West Coast is the best coast, as they say. Well, 
Let us know in the comments, guys. I need all the ammunition I can get. So we'll do it here. East Coast versus West Coast. We're just going to give you our unfiltered thoughts on both of them. So, Heth, you've got the East. I've got the West. Start us off. Tell us what what makes the East so great, because I'm going to blow it to smithereens. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound very fair. I'll try my best. Let's say I and I like the East Coast as well. But for, for this purpose, I'm I'm with the West Coast here. Well, I mean, there's a reason America started on the East Coast because it's just better, you know? Number one, the history. The history of the East Coast. Technically, didn't the Indians walk across the Bering Strait from Russia? So there we go. That's West Coast. Oh, geez. Now this is really turning into a battle. No, I just mean the foundations of America as a country really started. We are from Philadelphia. A lot of the historic events happened in Philadelphia. I love that about our particular city going to the Constitution Center and seeing the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall and all of those great things about Philadelphia. But not only that, you have New York City, a mere two hours away, one of the greatest cities in all of the world. You have Washington, D.C., two hours south of us. And then you have all of New England, which is stunning if you have never been there. I mean, you've seen pictures of the fall foliage and the ocean in Massachusetts and Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. And then you get up into Maine and you get to the cabins and the mountains in Vermont. I mean, I could just go on forever. Upstate New York. It's just some of the most beautiful countryside. So you're going with history and beauty here. It's kind of the two main selling points of the East Coast. Yes. Because I know one thing for sure, people on the East Coast are generally not as nice. Well, hey, now as you're the West now you're Coast. So I can't talk about the people as a really big selling point for the East Coast. Not to say that everybody's terrible, but it is the vibe is totally different, which I'm sure we'll eventually get into. Well, we're going to get into it right away because <laughs> for the West Coast, I should mention too the West Coast. We've we've been to Seattle, we've been to Vancouver, BC. We've spent a decent amount of time in. Portland now. We've been to San Francisco. We've driven the coast from San Francisco, the PCH, down to about mid-California. We've never actually been down to LA or San Diego. So you're choosing the West Coast without ever even having been to San Diego or Los Angeles. Like the, That's some how good of the it huge is. selling That's points. how good it is. And the reason for me, the number one selling point for me is the vibe. I know it's a hard, abstract thing to kind of talk about, but you feel it. When you come to the West Coast, it is the niceness of the people. And and not just the niceness. I mean there there is a lot of that. It it's just that it seems like everyone is enjoying themselves. Like they're doing kind of what they want to do. They're more laid back, which I love, of course. There's not this go, go, go mentality. People are doing stuff there. Obviously you have San Francisco, the tech hub of pretty much the world now, definitely of the U.S. You know, people are successful in all the cities along the West Coast and all the towns. Yeah, so it's not that they're lazy or anything. Not that they're lazy, but that they understand that I'm going to work, but I'm also going to enjoy life. And you walk around New York City. It's not the same. And it's it's like, who enjoys life here? Yeah, you might have the best city in the world, quote unquote, (laughs) as some will say. But if you're not enjoying it, what's the point? And they're miserable and they're grumpy. and They're rushing down the street and they're bumping into people. Don't give me that. And they hate tourists. And yeah, I mean. Don't give me that. People aren't 
super nice. You wouldn't go to New York and say that you ran into the nicest people you've yeah, ever met. I want, when I think of what I want out of life, I want to enjoy it. I want to embrace it. I want to kind of do my own thing. I think people are much more aware and, and allowing of, you know, liberal ideas. When I say liberal, we're not even talking political here or even financial. We're talking about people just doing what they want because they love it. So, Maybe you're someone who wants to open a vegan cupcake shop. Okay, well, that's going to probably fly in the West Coast. I just feel like there's more opportunity for people to kind of really do what they want versus, okay, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to do this. I'm going to make money. and I'm going to have the big house. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. It certainly exists on both coasts, but that's much more common on the East Coast, whereas the West Coast, it just seems that people slow down a little bit, give a little more thought into what they want, and then kind of go after it. So that's the best way I can describe the vibe. I, I You know, there's just... I could go on more about it, but I think if you've been to both coasts, you realize it. Yeah. And I also think that it's interesting and a little bit funny that when we're in other countries or especially when we were in Japan and we were teaching English in Japan and a lot of people don't understand how massive the United States is. Of course, they see it on a map. But if you've never been to the United States, you you don't realize sometimes. And so we would try to explain to them the difference of, you know, how there is a East Coast, West Coast battle. And it just was not something that they could really understand. I mean, I know in different countries, different cities have different vibes and things like that. But this is a real... It's a real like, difference. Yeah, it's a it's divide a, in lifestyle for yeah. a lot of people. Now, you know, we're talking a lot about the cities and, and that makes sense because of the fact that most of the people who live on these coasts are living in cities or around the city areas. I think once you get up to Vermont and New Hampshire and Maine, it is a lot. It's very similar to the Pacific Northwest, which I really love and is probably my favorite part of the West Coast, at least the part that we've spent you the mean, most time. The, oh, Portland. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, when you get up there, it is the vibe kind of does change away from this East Coast vibe. You know, and and it does change to what I consider, you know, more of a West Coast vibe, even though it's on the East Coast. Yeah, well, that's true because on the West Coast, something that strikes us is that more people are seems active, like they're out, they're camping, they're in the wilderness, they're being active outdoors. And that's kind of the which, second point that I was going to make. I mean, yeah. the vibe kind of means, you know, it's not all based around work and then how do I get away from work? Uh, sometimes that happens, but they kind of tie work and pleasure in a lot. And it is, it's, it's this activity level that I've really grown to love. And I can safely admit that I am used to be very lazy when it came to outdoor stuff. I like playing sports, but I was never anyone who would say, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go biking or I even enjoy camping or anything really like that. But over the last four or five years, I've just really taken to that kind of thing. I like being outside. I wouldn't consider myself any type of crazy, you know, I'm going to be out in the woods all the time camper, but I just, I like being outside. I've really taken to biking a lot lately in the last year. And that's a huge selling point for me on the West Coast is that the cities are so bike friendly. And you see people bike on the East Coast, of course. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, that outdoorsy vibe is more in New England. It's not as much, of course, in New York City, Philadelphia, D.C., or even in the South, which I haven't even mentioned yet. But when you think about the East Coast, you have so many states to choose from. But when you're on the West Coast, you've got Washington, Oregon, 
California. I mean, that's that's it. It's like three states. But on the East Coast, another selling point is, okay, maybe if New York City, you don't love. Maybe if Philadelphia, you don't love. You have these amazing southern cities like Charleston, Savannah. Oh, I don't, mean, don't go to my heart. I do love, I do love Savannah. You've got to include the southern East Coast. I mean, there are some absolutely stunning, more laid back places like you're saying. I mean, the South is laid back and there is a charm there that's completely different from the fast paced go 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 style of very true the north east coast that is very true and you do have me there the the east coast i would say is more diverse maybe west coast people are going to hate us for saying that but it it really is i mean it runs the gamut from you know rural maine to obviously new york city and, and the big cities of the mid-atlantic to then the southern states which are much more laid back so you have kind of a more variety of things i will say another thing that i absolutely love about the west coast as opposed to the east coast is the food and hear me out on this oh boy i pizza? actually i think come on I love pizza. I I don't think the West Coast has as good pizza as the East Coast. No, there's no way. But I think that the food might be better on the East Coast. But what I love about the West Coast is that the food is, uh, there's still amazing food and you're going to find amazing food and let us know which you consider better because it's hard to really say better. We could, we could break it down to all its nationality and say, oh, pizza's better on the East Coast, Mexican food's better on the West Coast, blah, blah, blah. I like though the fact of food and eating in general that it's healthier. That's true. And again, from someone who three or four years ago would sit and eat like quarts of ice cream and a whole pizza at a time. You know, I just really appreciate that on the West Coast, and I'm, we're not vegan, we're not gluten free, we're not any of those, you know, things that are popping up and becoming very quote unquote faddish, but that kind of stuff was around, started on the West Coast and it's been around for a while. So I do enjoy the fact that it feels like the food and the eating and everything around eating is a cleaner feeling. Okay, I guess I really can't combat with that because the East Coast is maybe not the healthiest. I think that the food is really good here and we have a lot of great restaurants, but definitely there is more of a health conscious vibe out there. I mean, it's more holistic in general. So I'll, I'll give you that one. But you're not going to give me food overall without much no. of a fight, are no. you? No, I mean, not food overall. I mean, okay, Italians came to the East Coast. They started amazing, delicious pizza places in New York. Even Philadelphia has a huge Italian population. So we have amazing pizza here. And Travis and I like to say sometimes it's maybe better than New York. Sorry, anyone out there? I mean, <laughs> I, I, Hey, if we're fighting New York, Philly, that's a whole nother fight. <laughs> but there are some awesome pizza in New York and Philadelphia. And in, in both places. So, I mean, as far as Italian food goes and a lot of, you know, famous chefs and American gourmet, I think that's kind of a big thing on the East Coast, like American gourmet food, where as the West Coast has a whole other thing there. I mean, they've got the holistic, healthy, organic eating and it's more like avocados and salads and Mexican food. And, and to I, me, I don't know. It just doesn't seem the same. To me, that's more appealing at this point. Again, I, I'm not saying that the food on the East Coast isn't awesome because it is, but I'm. it's just more appealing that it's easier to eat healthy out there. It seems to permeate the culture a little more. Speaking from the man whose home is 
the Philly cheesesteak, the city of the Philly cheesesteak and soft pretzels. I'm trying to live past 35 <laughs> here. So, and and by only by moving to the West Coast will you have a will you not be a widow? By oh the time my word! 35. Wow, wow! Um, I guess I better start packing. I think the West Coast. I'm going to throw another thing out there. I like the natural beauty of the West Coast more than the East Coast. Again. Both coasts have great things to them. But to me, I've just, in our time out there, I've just been struck. I mean, driving the Pacific Coast Highway is a great example. We've talked at length about that in our road trips episode, which if you're interested in road trips at all, that was a really fun episode to record. A a lot of great feedback. Just a, a cool episode. The PCH is awesome. It's beautiful. I love that the cities kind of butt up into nature more than... The cities on the East Coast. So, well, the cities on the East Coast are sometimes more developed than they are on. Well, I mean, not like L.A. or anything, but a lot of the coastal cities or the Bay cities. It seems like you know because there was a bigger population here in the beginning. There's not as much of that nature right. and a city so close. Yeah, and and I I just I like that you can drive out of San Fran. And you can be up into the Redwoods. I like that right around Portland, you can get outside and go to the Multnomah Falls and all this stuff like that. I just feel like nature is closer. I suppose I can see that. And they do have more majestic mountains out there. I mean, Portland has Mount Hood. Washington has Mount Rainier, which is one of the tallest besides Mount McKinley in the States. And, you know, in California, they have, like you said, the Redwoods. Man, you're selling this for me. Oh, stop. I'm (laughs) <laughs> you can't do that. This is making my job too easy. Well, I'm just saying that they do have very striking mountains, but we in Pennsylvania and in New York do not have very many striking mountains, but let us not forget Acadia National Park in Maine, which Travis has never been to, but I have been to, and Cadillac Mountain is beautiful, and it is right next to the ocean. I mean, it's like the stunning backdrop that you've never even seen. Now that is, you know, a 10-hour drive or more it's from Philadelphia, from so it's it, you're right. It's not, it's not super close. Yeah, um... I, I, yeah, I just like, I, I felt that I could be in a city and then get out quicker. Today, for example, driving into Philadelphia, that's, this is going to be another thing. I'm just thinking of things right off the top of my head. <laughs> traffic. I, I, again, caveat, never been to LA. I know they have their own traffic problems, but it's so funny for me to be on the West Coast and hear people like in Portland or San Francisco saying, yeah, our traffic's so bad out here. And we're like, driving into downtown with nary a problem whereas today driving into philadelphia at 10 o'clock in the morning it's not even rush hour we're just sitting no reason you're just sitting on 76 obviously driving in new to new york i mean we always whenever we're going up to new hampshire we have to avoid new york city so we have to literally drive instead of going straight up 95 as you would if you know, you're following the, as the crow flies, you go up right up 95. Nope, can't do that because I don't want to go over the George it. Washington Bridge That's and true. possibly sit for I seven hours. I have one time been stuck on that bridge for four hours. Boston, so. awful traffic. Washington, D.C. I got stuck outside of Washington, D.C. I was driving home from Florida outside of Washington, D.C. It's literally one in the morning. I've been driving for 14 hours. Why are we stopped for three hours outside of Washington, D.C.? Literally not moving. Who knows? It's one in the morning. So I just, I'm so sick of the awful, 
traffic around here. I really can't take it. I, I love the idea of being able to get on my bike, go where I want to go. Of course, you can do that when you live in cities around here, you know, in Philadelphia, New York, but it's not near as bike friendly. You always have to get in your car. People are more used to getting in their car and there's always so much traffic. I just, no thank you. I'm over it. Yeah, I could see how that could be frustrating. And since we do not live in downtown Philly and we live on the outskirts, we have to drive in in order to get there. We can't even take a train without driving to a train station. So traffic is definitely not a positive selling point for the East Coast. But again, you do have that classic Americana. This is where our country started. You have the amazing culture, the museums. In all the cities, I mean, I love going to New York City and going to some of the most amazing museums in the world, like the Met and the, you know, Modern Museum of Art and the Guggenheim and all these places and seeing the beautiful skyscrapers that, you know, have been there for so much longer. Like the East Coast is so much older. Yeah, the skylines and, is, and are yeah, so much obviously more dramatic and impressive. And I mean, yes, the traffic is terrible because these are older cities and people moved out to the West Coast after we developed more roads and they knew how to, you know, build cities and they had cities. Newer cities, yeah. yeah built so, for I automobiles mean, or... It's not like we did that on purpose. I was waiting for you to bring up the art and the culture because I do think that's a very tough argument to make for the West Coast versus the East Coast. I, I think that when it comes to the arts, there's plenty of arts out there in on the West Coast. But yeah, and really, I mean, you LA can't, you, has a lot of museums. Yeah, but it's and it's just, got it's, Hollywood, but that's like kind of chintzy. Come and I, on. I know neither one of us have been there, so we can't really... I mean, I feel badly. I feel bad talking about LA as not being as cultural because I'm sure that it is. But it seems to me that the vibe there is like Hollywood and all of this stuff that is not so much our... Scene. My East Coast pride has to come out here a little <laughs> bit. The, the the museums and the amount of museums the and the ballets, history and the, the art. orchestras. I mean, it's, it's just... It's top notch in, in New York, in Boston, in Philly, in D.C. Some, I mean, there's just fantastic... Well, and all the, the museums in D.C. are free. I mean... Most of them anyway. And so, I mean, that's a huge selling point. You can go to our nation's capital and see all this stuff and it's free. It's like such a cheap vacation. Yeah, that's true. When we love cheap here. Yeah. Hello. So I don't know where you can go on the West Coast. See, now you're tugging at my heartstrings. A bunch of free museums and learn about our nation's history. And, you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, New York is really expensive, but it's worth it because you're getting to see all of these amazing places. I mean, you can go to the Statue of Liberty. You can go to Ellis Island and learn about like immigration. And I mean, I know that I'm a huge history nerd. I don't know how many of you know that, but Travis and I, we're both history teachers. But Heather's the only one who's a nerd about it. (laughs) Well, you're a nerd about many other things, but I truly love the history. And that's why the East Coast to me just, I don't know. I think it will always hold my heart a little bit more because I'm such a sucker for that kind of stuff. Well, you're tugging at my heartstrings with the idea of like the free Smithsonian's because I absolutely (laughs) love that. That is, if people haven't done that, that is an awesome vacation, weekend trip, depending where you're coming in for 
uh, we just did it actually last year for we we did it last year and then we had done it like three or four years ago. I mean, there's so many cool museums in DC to go on for free. That is really neat. I, and the architecture, you know, the Capitol building, and I mean the White House, but all of the buildings there and all the buildings on the East Coast are just more traditional. I know this is kind of silly to say because when you look at Europe and the rest of the world, they're so much right, older 500, than America. 500, years older, sure. But as far as our country goes for, it's beautiful, beautiful, classic architecture and there's brick and there's, you know, like the houses. I mean, we can start talking about the houses if you want. I really love the old style of the houses on the East Coast and like living in a brownstone or something like that. I yeah, just, well, good luck affording that. Well, it doesn't have to be a brownstone on Madison Avenue or something like that. But even, you know, in Philadelphia, there's lots of historic houses that, you know, we really love. And the house that we own is a historic house from like 18... What is it? 96 oh, or something? It's, it's old enough to have a uh, porch that's going to fall off <laughs> well, soon. So. That's true. Yeah. Well, okay. The architecture. I But I really do like the West Coast architecture as well. I love the houses in Portland. I love the feel of Portland because it feels like you're in a neighborhood, but then there's a city right there. I mean, it feels like you're in suburbia, but you're really in the city. I, I like that. I love the architecture in San Fran. Not that we could afford those houses either, but you know, the whole full house vibe, those kind of houses. I think they're both coasts have the unique architecture. One thing though, kind of the trump card that I've been holding oh, here. Oh no, I don't know if the, I have one of those. For the West Coast. Well, I would have one for the East Coast for me. Um, maybe I'll be nice and give you that. The trump card that I'm holding here is the wine, Heth. Oh, the wine. You're using wine against me. Against, hey, I. You have to know your opponent in a fight here. And Ooh. obviously, me not being much of a wine drinker, what can I really say to wine other than it's the West Coast? It's Napa. It's the vineyards outside of Portland in the Willamette Valley. It's all these awesome Sonoma. I mean, you just have awesome wine countries oh, which shoot. the east coast <laughs> i mean seems to be a little yeah, lacking well, those i'm no wine, expert those wine countries you know they're just a short flight away yeah okay <laughs> well we can go there i also the beer on the west coast to me again b we did the breweries uh, episode getting pretty big on the east coast too i mean we have some really in fact your number one rated brewery in all of america is Whoops. in pennsylvania forgot boom Forgot. Shut down on that. Drop the mic, Kath. <laughs> game over. Um, I yeah, I the the wine is not as important to me, but you know, for a lot of people it oh, is. And, that's and really true. And now you're tugging at my heartstrings because you know how much I love wine. And we went to Napa and we didn't make it to Sonoma, unfortunately. So that's on my bucket list. But I absolutely love wine tasting and it's, yeah, they have some pretty good wine. Another thing I really love about the West Coast, a few more things here. One, the weather. And again, this is making general statements because we're talking about a whole coast here. That's true. Savannah, I think they have pretty good temperatures all year all year long. Yeah, but I just mean overall, I like that it's milder. I'm not a fan of harsh, nasty winters. If I'm going to be in a cold winter... Give me Colorado, give me snow, give me like a fun winter wonderland type yeah, winter. Yeah, five-star ski resorts. Sure. But if I'm like sitting in Philadelphia or New York and you're just getting freezing rain and it's slushy and it's gross and you, you know, it's getting dark and just like, this is, this is sick. Like, I don't want to go out in this. <sighs> I hate this. 
Obviously, it rains in Seattle and it rains in Portland. Although, fun fact, New York City gets more rain per year than Portland. By inches. Or, Just what? Yeah. yeah, 47 inches to like 38 inches. Something like that. I mean, like not that. as many days as, of Not rain. as many days of rain as Portland, but more rain overall. I just, I don't like those nasty winters. Like, to me, that's just such a turnoff. You so sound for like me, an old man. Yeah, well, <laughs> 31. I only got four years left if I keep eating Philly cheesesteaks. So, I'm, I'm nearing the end of my life here, of my lifespan. For me, the weather, I like better. And I've never even been to San Diego, which, of course, everyone, you know, says has the best weather in the United States year-round. I like that. Another thing that I love, and this oh might Oh my not, word, you're just killing it right now. Wow, well, you could- you I could, should start brainstorming. You can jump in on the weather, but another thing that I've loved, and this might not matter to you, but I love the fact that sports start earlier. I love that I can, on Sunday, it's 10 o'clock and on comes football. It, it just was such a welcome relief to me that- I guess really just football, but I mean, all sports that are, that are then played on the East Coast, they just start earlier. To me, that was, that was such a cool thing. So is there anything about East Coast teams being better than West Coast teams? I mean, can I use that as a polling factor for the East Coast? I mean, you've if, got, if I was making the your- huge rivalries between, you know, the Patriots and the Red Sox, you know, the New England teams against New York and Philadelphia. I mean, yeah, if the I Mets was, Phillies. What other rivalries as big as Mets Phillies on the well, West Coast? Now I don't know. Both awful teams. Well, that's so who, true. If mm. I, I mean, Yankees, Red Sox would be a huge. Win. If I was making your argument for you, right? Thank you. Yes, that's you what I was hoping here. you would do. I would say that the East Coast is more sports crazy, especially when it comes to to professional sports. I know that people like sports on the West Coast. You know, people say, oh, we love the San Fran Giants. We, you know, uh, we love the Niners, stuff like that. It's, listen, it's not the same, folks. You can kill me in the comments if you want. (laughs) Yes. The East Coast sports, it's like it is life here. People go crazy. Oh about my gosh. It. If you All have up and ever down the been coast, especially Philly fans, not the nicest fans, but really energetic games. I mean, there were times when you went to a Phillies game with some of your college friends, and every time was wild. I mean, especially a Mets Phil's game. Yeah, getting kicked out of the stadium. Yeah, I'm mean, not saying we still do that kind of stuff, nor do sure. I condone that behavior. But it's, it's just wild. intense. Yes. The sports are intense here. We talked earlier about the vibe being not as laid back <laughs> and not as nice. Well, that transcends to sports. People are just very, very passionate and take it very, very seriously. So for me, being a big sports fan, that's a positive of the East Coast, although it can even to me get a bit abrasive at times, especially if you're not rooting for the same team as me, then it's not a good thing. That's true. People get very passionate about their sports on the East Coast. I mean, all over this, all over the states, of course, but it does seem to be more aggressive here. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So that would be me making an argument right. for you Thank about you for, why I would like to out, But you are more of the sports fan, so. Sure. Um, and I would like to say this to, you know, counteract your West Coast wine vibe and throwing that out there. The East Coast does not have as good of wine, but there are some great wineries right outside our door in Philadelphia. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're the best wine I've ever had. No, but they're really fun. Also in upstate New York. Okay. So you have New York City. Then right above that, you have the Hudson River Valley, which is 
stunning. I mean, it's so beautiful. You have the Hudson River and all of these like rolling hills. And I mean, artists have painted that have painted that scene for years. But you get even north of that and you get up into the Finger Lakes of upstate New York. And Travis would know because he went to school in Ithaca, New York. He went to grad school there. And there are lots of wineries. That's a fun wine tour. And there it are is some fun, fun, fun wine now, tours. Now, we up have not done it in about six years. But actually, when we were out in Napa, one of the sommeliers was telling us that she's from upstate New York. She's from the Finger Lakes area. And she said that their wine is improving and it's becoming more bodied and less sweet because New York State wine has been notoriously just like really sweet wine. So that is only a couple hour drive from New York City and Philadelphia. And that's a very beautiful landscape. And it's by lakes. I mean, Sonoma doesn't have lakes, just has vineyards. Yeah. That's true. One other point I would make again. Well, no, I'm not going to make any more points for you. I Come say, on, I'm curious. What is your selling point for the East Coast that you're going to give me? I I like the oceans. I like the Atlantic Ocean better than Pacific because I love. Well, to it's sw- warmer. I love to swim. It's warmer, and to me, that makes a world of difference. Like, is it? Be- is the coast beautiful on the West Coast? Yes. But, but until you get down, you know, to the the only areas we haven't been on the West Coast, which well, would be Southern California. People say it's even cold in, in Southern California. Yeah, so it's it's kind of unswimmable for a lot of the time. And you get wetsuits, you can surf. I understand all that. I'm talking about, I just want to go to the beach, go in the water, hang out, come out, sunbathe, go back in, you know, spend a what we normally consider on the Jersey Coast, like just a beach day, yeah. a day at the beach. Well, yeah, when we were in Oregon, and this is the thing about Portland that I don't really love. I mean, I really like Portland and I know that, you know, Travis that will be moving love there, to surely. move there. And I do love that, you know, the ocean is not a super far drive. It's like an hour and a half to two hours. But it was freezing there. We went there in July and not only does the temperature drop the closer you get to the coast, you can't even go in the water. I'm not even talking about wading in. I, it is so cold. I didn't really even want to touch it. And this is in July, where it's supposed to be, you know, some of the warmest. Yeah, of water all temps. Year. Yeah, I, I definitely do not like that part of it. That's that's my one major drawback from the Pacific Northwest is the fact that it really doesn't get warm enough to to swim or have a a real beach day in the way that we consider. And I know like in some places, I'm sure it's warmer like in inlets or bays. Like when I was just in Vancouver, we were at Kitts Beach and our friend said that people swim there all the time because it's a bay. It's not nearly as cold as just like the Pacific coming straight up to a coastline. So I suppose there are places that maybe we're just not aware of, but from overall, the the West Coast Coast has much yeah. colder water temps than the East Coast. And to me, that's a drawback. Yeah. And even Travis, I mean, when we go to Maine, you used to complain about how cold the water was in Maine. But I think that the West Coast is even colder. Yeah. So though that's my major drawback. I, I mean, I think we're ready to make some closing statements. We've kind of flipped. Well, we've helped each <laughs> other out. We don't want to be too mean to each other, especially not right before we go to bed. Never go to bed angry, right? Certainly not. So we couldn't really fight this out to the death um, like we had originally planned. But... <laughs> Let's make some, uh, you know, do you want to go first? Kind of just with wrapping up. Okay, here's what we talked about. East Coast, why are you saying that you think the East Coast is the better coast? I think it's the better coast to sum it up because of the history, the culture, the beaches, 
and the overall variety of the whole entire East Coast from Maine all the way down to Florida. You have, I don't know how many states off the top of my head. We've driven through all of them, but you have a lot of diversity in the different cultures of the whole East Coast. Yeah, I guess that's it. I that's <laughs> that's good. I mean, hey, that's that cover what we talked about. I think the West Coast is the best coast because <laughs> I love the culture. When when I say culture, I mean of the people, the vibe. Give me the crunchy granola eating hippie food cart owning um, <laughs> person versus the Manhattan investment banker who's going to make $300,000 a year, but, you know, not stop to say hi to anyone on the street, you know, and I just, I'm, I'm at a point where I just really, I feel a close connection with, with people who kind of just understand that there's more to life than working. And that I, again, I know it exists on the East Coast, but I feel like it permeates the West Coast. It permeates the whole society and that it's the rule there. The rule is kind of doing something unique, creative, something that you want to do, kind of living your life that way versus the exception. Whereas on the East Coast, I feel like the rule is, all right, let me get a job. Let me make money. Let me go into finance. Let me do this. Let me do that. Da, 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 da. Well, and then, and of course, there's entrepreneurs and people doing interesting stuff, but it's it's the exception here, whereas on the West Coast, it's more the role. Plus, come on, let's be healthy, huh? Let's yeah, bike. I mean, let's okay. eat good food. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from. And while I have always thought of myself as a diehard East Coaster, even my style, our friends from other countries are like, yeah, you can just tell you're from America. Yeah, well, you're not, not wearing America, Birkenstocks but you're and tie-dye. Also, which are now super popular. But <laughs> regardless, I don't usually wear Birkenstocks and I am... Um, You know, I just have more of a classic East Coast style. But that being said, I have to say we have a lot of friends and all of our family is on the East Coast, which is maybe one of the biggest drawbacks for me for not packing my bags right now and moving to the West Coast, which might inevitably happen. But like what you're saying is true. The West Coast seems to support the abnormal, which then makes it normal, like the entrepreneurs, like in Portland, we were just talking about this today with some of our friends that there's food trucks and there's cafes and there's shops. And it's like, what drives the industry in Portland? Like, how do people make money? Well, there's so many small businesses and all these small businesses support other small businesses, like a huge community. Like someone will go to a local bike shop because they know the owner and they, they appreciate that and then that person will put it back in the community. Yeah, I, I I love the small business aspect and just the... It's huge. And the whole entrepreneurial thing does feel more alive a little bit on the West Coast. And for what we're doing now, it does seem like a more kind of supportive place to be. So I can understand especially your draw to the West Coast, and you make a very good argument. And I'm not saying that I'm ready to move tomorrow, but... But she needs your help, folks. So there you have it. That's kind of our take on it from two people who have lived predominantly on the East Coast, but have now traveled extensively to the West Coast and kind of been there enough to get the vibe. You know, for me, again, I great things on both coasts. Love traveling, obviously. Love seeing the two sides of it. I relate more to the West Coast at this point. I appreciate the culture of the people. And I also, you know, the milder weather's nice. And, you know, they got good wine. Too. Yeah. So, all right. Everyone else, let us know, though, in the comments. Because, we, you know, you've 
probably lived on one of the coasts. If you're from the Midwest, tell us. What the heck? You left us out, guys. I mean, we left out a whole chunk of the country here. You know, tell us why where you live is awesome. So let us know in the comments, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash east west, because we want to hear your opinions. That's what makes this whole thing fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very curious to hear some reviews. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Let us know. You can also tweet us at Pack of Peanuts. I want to know your feelings as well about the podcast. You know, we are doing all types of goofy stuff here on the podcast now. We did Podcast Gluttony, 22 straight shows Monday through Friday. We're doing that again in October. You know, we're coming up with some fun ideas, but we want to know what you like listening to. Yeah. What do you want to hear? Yeah. You want another battle between me and Heather? Give us two topics. We'll come on, no preparation, and spout off again. Yeah, um, we're pretty good at talking. Yeah, we are. That's never been a problem. We're from the East Coast. So um, <laughs> there you go, guys. Let us know. You can email me, Travis Extra Pack of Beans. Give us your show ideas. Let us know what we're doing well. Let us know what we can do better at. And of course, remember, you can find the show notes for this at extrapackofbeans.com slash East West. Of course, you can leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's always appreciated. You know, we love getting some love from you guys, the listeners. That's it. It's it's a Friday episode. We don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe it's in the future. But we're going to send it off since it is Friday. Until next time, happy, happy free, free travels. travels.